Well, yep. that being said, cheers. And they, have, and they have home court advantage, too, the Celtics. Yeah. Side. Yep. So, yeah, let's take the Heat versus the home court advantage. Sorry, we're talking basketball before we took a shot. Oh, I went before you. I'll do another one. everybody welcome to another episode of best of five podcast featuring myself and myself and myself that's paul and that's paul paul now singers with us again Thank the you. first back to back to back three peters. oh am i the first three got peter three peter yeah oh, got three peter what Jokic should have been ah thanks i love you guys thanks for having me back you're uh <laughs> you're the, i do a lot of podcasts third. i was telling a friend this morning i do i do a lot of podcasts i do a lot of magic podcasts a lot of paranormal podcasts and this one is still absolutely my favorite one i ever did it was dangerous the first one we did um in, in my your basement, basement. yeah I, I totally forgot that we were even being recorded it was just like talking with buddies because I, I love you guys you guys are my pals and, oh, and it was uh it was just and, and i if you go back and watch that one. I said some things I probably shouldn't have said. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, because <laughs> I forgot I had headphones on. There's recording in front of me, but yeah, because that was in the middle of our transition from studio to studio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Said we were doing like a lot of like remotes. on on mm-hmm. yeah remotes, mm-hmm. and yeah, your basement was probably one of the most fun ones yeah, to set up. Was a lot of fun. but it was so stressful because like we couldn't get it like the angles right, yep. anything set up right. But then once we got it, I'm like. Yes. Well, and then I, you know, I did a so series. Good. I did a series of the mystery collection conversations out of there, and, and I was supposed to have you guys on, and then uh, my kid got COVID. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah my yeah, kid yeah. got COVID, and then and then all of a sudden I started traveling, and, and shows started opening up. So I'm going to get that thing started here again this summer. No, and, it's fine. And, Heck yeah, it's fine. Well, well G told me. G told me that uh, there's a rule that if I cancel on you guys, we have to get drunk. Yeah, I guess that's a rule. <laughs> so I guess it's a rule now. G's openly admitted on this podcast that he's drinking less, but that has not happened <laughs> well, I'll yet. Tell you, I've 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 lost fifty pounds. I've lost 50 pounds since November. Yeah, I was like, you're looking good, man. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. And I have really cut down on my drinking. So we're going to see how this uh, whiskey does for but me. not today, today baby. No, no, not, not today. today. No. Not today. Hey, real quick before we get started, just one cute shout out to Paul. Paul, you're fucking awesome for one. Please. And two, Paul is going to be actually at the Stanley Hotel doing some magical performances. And when I say magical, not only is he going to be doing some magic shit, but it's going to be magical as fuck. Yes, yes. It's going to be my, wonderful morning. Uh, June, June 24th through June 28th yep. at the Stanley Hotel. Yep. Uh, Take, with Paul Prater, right? Yep, with my buddy Paul Prater, who's. Right. Uh, oh, the Pauls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you talked yes. about that you've, on our podcast. You've met you've met Prater uh, yeah, yeah. at that place in Windsor. He lives in Little Rock, Arkansas, and we've been doing shows together. We had a tour. Actually, we had a tour that was supposed to kick off on March twenty second, twenty twenty. Yeah, nice. And it, you know what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is. Uh, yeah. well, I don't know. I was, I was a. Uh, I don't remember. I was, I was drunk for like three years. Straight, yeah, so I don't remember. A bunch, of, bunch of fake news. But, but Paul and I, Paul and I've got the. Uh, this is really a big deal. This is a, this is a, it is man. Yeah, this is a venue for the kind of magic I do. This is kind of like a cellist playing Carnegie Hall. This really is a big deal. And, yeah, uh, that's awesome. I'm very excited about it. So, yes, yeah, six shows in five days. And then we're going to wow. do the week before Halloween as well. We're going to be about there getting the week before Halloween. We might have to try to do that one because, honestly, we want to go to your show. Like, like I would love yeah. to go there, but unfortunately, we're going to be at the Stampede. It's the Stampede, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're at the Stampede. Stampede. Stampede so. Well, you guys, when, when I get the October date set, um, you let me know, and, and we uh, we get a handful of comps for the show. So, so you guys come Hell up. Yeah, let's go. All right, well, let's get this started because fuck this. What you can do is come up, come up and uh, bring the stuff up, do the remote, and inter- have Prater and I before we go on the show. We can definitely up, do that. Set it up in the theater at the Stampede. You guys want to do a live live stream before the show? Absolutely. Okay, man. Yeah, we could do that, man. Yeah, okay, yeah. man. Yeah. All right, well, take it easy. Let's take the stick. All, All right, right. Let's 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 All right. First here round. Here we go. Round one. All right. 
Thank you, Paul, again for joining us. I hope you hope you have fun today. Uh, thank you for refilling your whiskey in the break. Uh, for those who have not seen us, uh, the, the podcast is pretty basic. Basically, every subject that we pull out, we take a piece of clothing off until we're naked. Right, right, uh, right. So right. we got to be drunk and naked the entire time. Uh, did we change that format? Because last time I was on the podcast, we just pulled a random topic out of a hat that us, the guests, and the viewers all contribute to, and then we do that for five rounds. And then literally complain about it for seven minutes. Are we getting naked now? Because I missed that memo. No, we should get Am naked. I in the right yeah. place? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. This, this, this is not a best of nude. Gotcha. All right. Oh, right, right, oh right, it's right. our other. It's uh, our only, only only tacos. Only taco. Only taco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah got no, it, so yeah. pretty much, yeah. We have five subjects. We pull out of the hat. So we don't know what the subject is until we pull out of the hat. And we talk about it for seven minutes. But the last subject, because we have Paul, will be for ten. All right. And he yeah. knows what the subject is. We don't. Yes. And I, um, I'm a talker. Yeah, you remember right. Yeah, it's going to be more than seven minutes. You guys, just a heads up. We're going to be here for three hours. (laughs) All right, we're here for it. All right, all right. right. What is the first? Paul, what's the first? The first question. First question. If you could live in any other country, where would it be? Ooh. Ooh, Okay. Um, Does Narnia count? That's not a country. Hogwarts. That's in the UK. Isn't Hogwarts a school? (laughs) Yeah, but it's also in like England. I'm assuming because they all have those little pompous accents. Yeah, they do. The polite rudeness. Um, I guess if I would live in any other country... Not Florida. That's definitely a country. Um, you got the first part right. Yeah. I would probably go Ireland or Australia. Okay. Why Ireland? Ireland... I don't know, man. I've just been... like, I guess Ireland or Scotland. Okay. I would... like Those two are kind of interchangeable for me. Um, it's because like don't say that's a Scottishman, man. Right, yeah. But no, no. So, I mean, I mean, it's my, it's like my. They're the same. They're white and cold. Well, and green. <laughs> how my my level of wanting to visit or live there ish is are the same. Um, um, gotcha. But yeah, because they also have the seasons. So if I go live in Australia, for example, there's not as hardcore okay. of seasons. Like yeah, they have snowboarding mountains you can go on, but like they're probably not great hills i can't imagine them being great but yeah so you know you still see snow still get all of that and like it's still my family kind of heritage comes from both of those places so it'd still be fun to like just reconnect to my heritage in ireland or scotland one of my one of my best friends in the world is and i love whiskey so from ireland he lives in ireland and he has a house in scotland and i've gone out a couple times and visited him out in ireland and we've driven through scotland it's it's very fun i don't know that i'd live there but it'd be fun yeah I, i would definitely have like a home in ireland like a vacation home. Okay. Or like a timeshare that actually worked, actually was a good See, if I were to have a vacation home, I'd go somewhere like Australia where it's just hot all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can go in winter and it's... Ireland's wonderful, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's crazy to look at their history and be like, y'all were violent as fuck because they're so nice. Like, they're really nice I mean, they're like, still kind of violent as fuck. Well, in Northern Ireland, they, they, the, we stayed at a place and they called, they kept referring to it before the Troubles. And I thought that was such a cool way of saying, be, saying you know, separating the time. Well, yeah. you know, before the Troubles. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they really do have like a cool way to talking. Um, why Australia though? Because uh, the accent just gets me going, dude. Oh yeah, crocodile. And also, like Chris, Chris Hemsworth, who just fucking yeah. yeah. Also, man, there's a hundred percent higher chance that I'll see Margot Robbie or Chris Hemsworth, even um, Mr. Do, Wolverine Man himself. They do make some good, good looking people. Well, Nicole Kidman's Nicole Kidman's Australian. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah, I don't count that. She's married to Keith Urban, who's also Australian, but he the plays country, country music. So right, right, right. I they don't look know like fuck. they look so plastic. Now it's insane. Yeah, even though Keith Urban's a fantastic guitar player, he's for country, though. he plays he plays he plays it backwards though. 
I, sure. Because he's Australian. <laughs> he <plays it> <laughs> oh, no, he plays it upside down. America, that's the joke. That's the joke. How about yourself, Paul? Um, I think probably UK. I think England, maybe London or the area. I, I've been there. It just seems like it's too rainy. Well, I, I could live in, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like it. I, I've been there probably three or four times, and I, every time I go, I find a new thing. I, I really liked London a lot. Okay, I got, okay. got real accustomed to it. And, I don't know. It's just it's 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 different enough, but it's not a complete culture shock. That you know that that I, I, I yeah, like shit's weird. The it's only like, bad so thing like, about England is that the food fucking sucks. Well, I'll tell you what. The, the the best Indian food I've ever had in my entire life was in London. That actually the, makes the, so much. The, sense. I mean, it's it, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the, the. I mean, you could argue New York City, but I think London is probably the capital of the world. I mean, if you had to pick a city that was the most diverse and and wow, you know, yeah, 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 and yeah. mixed, I would say it's probably London, but mainly because of how long it's been you well, know they, populated like that. And they yeah. also say that London has uh, the best cuisine. Yeah, but it's also like I mean, if you're just someone like me who can't afford to like you know go to a really nice restaurant, you just well, go to the side of yours like oh fuck. This no, is I'll, a tell hot you, dog. I'll tell you the uh, the Indian food that we had was was i mean chili's <laughs> level like like nice bro i would uh when i went um i stayed in manchester and i stayed in london and i decided my dumbass decided to go get a fucking mexican food because i said fuck it why uh, not yeah i said i mean it, i would too not? i would too I, 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 I'd, I'd fuck around and find out i'm too. like i want to see what like across the pond tastes like from mexican food and it was so fucking bland and awful and i was like fuck it they got hot sauce let's do it she was just vinegar it was so bad it was just vinegar. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's a really good, um, like, American-style Kansas City barbecue in London. Well, it's on the Ted Lasso. Remember, he goes to that. Oh, that, yeah. He, no, goes, he was in Amsterdam. Was that, in oh, Amsterdam, yeah. 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 And it was like, they had different rooms for different cities or something, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah no, the be- you know, the best food I had in London was, uh, was actually avocado toast. I was like, "Oh, this is really fucking good." I'm like, That's "Okay, weird. yeah, I know, right?" Did yeah. you do that after yoga before your your hot works? Oh no, dude, I did, I did after my hangover, man. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right uh, before he went to CrossFit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually was yeah. looking for a gym. I was too scared to go to a gym. I'm like, I'm gonna look like a bloke here. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, a yeah. bloke. Yes. Shut the fuck. up. <laughs> <laughs> a bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. I do. I will say that I came back from uh, from London speaking more like more of the oh, like, oh, oh, dude, this fucking guy. And like since he's been to this London, fucking bloke right here. Yeah, this guy. Ever since he came back to London, every time he talks to like a female, re- no, it's a female specifically. Oh, yeah. He's like, "Oh, thanks, love. Cheers." I love. And I'm like, do say, "Shut." Do you the say things are brilliant? Oh, brilliant. No, he does. Yeah, yeah I, you've yeah, said it before. Yeah. No, so when I'm watching soccer, I'll say rubbish all the time. That's like because I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, like soccer lingo is my favorite when it comes to English. Uh, so yeah, I, I will call women love because I just don't want to like. He doesn't remember their name. That, but I also don't want to assume gender. And I think saying love is the most is the most intimate way to say like something like that. So, hey, love, how's it going? Like, I, I just think I like it. I so I, I took that away from them. I will fight for that. I don't give a shit. The other one I do is cheers. I say cheers instead of saying bye. Cheers all the time. He's like, oh yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers. But like, it doesn't make sense. Hey, does it. Yeah, cheers. And yes. everyone's like, uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, well, I'll take I, it. Yeah, that's like we had a meeting this morning. He said cheers to somebody, and she's like, um, yeah, um, yeah, okay, bye. Yeah, yeah what well, you got? You got I, I like their politeness, but their history kind of sucks. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, and, and how much time we got? Do I got time for? Oh, no, we got, we got plenty. Yeah, yeah, about it. So well, the last time I was there, I right, we, spent, live, but it's fine. we spent a full day um, <laughs> at the British Museum, and that was that was kind it's of free. a. Well, it is. It's, it, but it was it was there was kind of a, you know, about six or seven years before we went to Greece and went to the Acropolis, and they have the. The, the, the big the big statues and they tell us that one's not real that's a reproduction because the real one is in the british museum oh and it's like well that kind of sucks you, you know yeah. i mean but on the other hand the having that shit that was completely stolen from the british in oh, the british museum yeah, but it yeah. also protects it for the world i mean not everybody's gonna be able to go to greece to see it and it, it, so is it is it 
robbery? Yes. But is it also education for the world? I mean, more people go to the British Museum in London than any other museum. Yeah, so get, like... They get I, an appreciation of different cultures. And like, I understand the whole point where the British literally stole everything <laughs> from everybody. But at the same time, they've actually preserved it. Well, right. Where there was a, like, how small of a chance it could have been. Like, let's say a 1% chance that the like founding country of where it was stolen from would have done it worse. Well, do you remember when ISIS started bombing all the things in 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 Iran and Iraq? You know, all the the, the old sites because they they it was it was they were trying new. to cleanse yeah, the culture. Yeah, there. yeah, they were trying to cleanse the culture, and so they were. I mean, they bombed museums and they bombed libraries and they bombed arch, you know old relics. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. So that's why, like, I understand. I, I, I understand why it's like fucked up that. Mm-hmm. You I know, the British though, stole shit. But. I, I will say, because I, I think you prove a good point, but I, I will say that if the country asks for it back, they should give it back. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. Well, but, but I think they ought to have to prove that they're going to take care of it. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's also assuming that they're not going to. I think right. I think they would. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, man, like, I, like, I, like thanks for keeping this. And I know, like, you guys still live from the Congo and, like, just, like, pilgrimage this entire village, but kept this. Well, okay. Saying, so, so how I look at can it, you it's guys like, help us fund a museum and maybe even. Pres- bring interest into coming to our country to learn about our culture and necessarily about the actual Well, artifact. so how I look at it, it's like, you know, kids go to an orphanage when they lose their parents, right? And then someone adopts them, but then their birth parents come back and say, hey, give me my kids back. You know, yeah, I'll give you your kids back because they're your kids, no, that's, that, you can't compare both of those things, dude. dude. It's the same. It's cultural relevance. <laughs> no, because, no, 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 because no, the, the adoptive the parents thing. didn't break into the house, kill the mom and dad, rape the other kids, and but, steal a kid. Like, but I mean, like, yeah. like the British did. Maybe. Maybe, well, maybe they did. Maybe they did. That would maybe. make a better story, Chris. You're right. Well, once again, I'm so glad that we got to do this because last time, if you remember, we started, the topic was South Park, and we ended up talking about Rush. <laughs> yeah, we actually talked about South Park the last episode. Right. Okay. Again. So, so yeah. Which so. actually, that reminds me, because I knew we talked about south park before but we talked more so about casa bonita so okay well, right. we, uh, but with that being said gee where would you live real quick oh man i haven't had time to think about it I'd say, <laughs> right, nope. I'd say probably i'd love to go back to mexico that'd be fun to live in mexico uh and chile i think chile would be kind of cool i think chile would be fun it just yeah. like i don't know much about it but well, it seems like a really cool country you know See, I, I only picked like english-speaking countries because I only speak English, but I if I were like uh, fluent in Spanish, I'd definitely go to South. But also, somewhere. also, I probably live in Manchester yeah. because I just love to watch soccer as much as I can. Yeah. It's so much fun. Mm, gross. Anyways, let us know where you guys would live. Yeah, and if uh, if the British should give their shit back. Right. All right. Hey, cheers. All right. Cheers. <laughs> Round two. No, I'm just kidding. The subject is <laughs> Rockies. We're talking about the Rockies. Oh, and you it's on You guys went to purple. the game yesterday. You guys went to the game yesterday. Nope, wrong button. Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to touch. Fuck that guy. That's what I was trying to touch. Okay. Yes, that's... Uh, so, full disclosure, we're all Rockies fans. I love baseball. Love uh, the Rockies. I'm a sports fan. I, I want to be a baseball fan, but I think I need to just learn more about it. He's but, just too dumb. But I enjoy I enjoy baseball. I mean, yeah. we went to a Rockies game yesterday. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not talking about the team. We're talking about... I guess we could talk about the team. But yeah. the one... I think the one worry we all have is not the team. It's more of the organization that's running the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all Grilly Natives. Shout out to Greeley. And I think this is why it hits more home than it ever it ever should, probably should. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, um, the Rockies are owned by the Monforts, which are somehow also Greeley people because yep. they started the the cow farm. Or as my family says, says it, Los Monferes. 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 Um, so yeah. So the Monforts are definitely from Greeley. 
a lot of them still live in or around Greeley, like you have the the brothers and nieces and nephews and all that kind of stuff. So, and you know, but you never see them around. At least I don't. Yeah, they avoid your people. No, Mus- they, they musicians. Only want, they only want our people for. for no, I was saying musicians. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They avoid musicians. Yeah, yeah. it's for their wedding. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, yes. We're, so, not, we're not fans of the ownership is what we're trying to say. Well, and I, I yeah. think it's, I, I don't know that it's, it's, we're not fans of the philosophy. They, yeah. the, the, the team is, is it's typically, um, we haven't had a, we've we had what, two above 500 seasons in the last 10 years. 17, 18, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we are always in the top 10 of attendance. Mm-hmm. So we are making money, but we're not spending that money on the field. We're, yep. we're, we're, we, every year the, our division spins like crazy to be competitive. The Dodgers spend, the Giants spend, uh, the Padres so spend. The Dodgers, and just in the NL West by itself, the Dodgers are running at a million dollar loss. The Giants and Padres are in the hundreds of thousands of dollar loss every season, where now the Diamondbacks are doing well this season, mm-hmm. completely coincidentally, and they're one of the lowest spending teams that are doing the best. Um, so they're operating at a net positive right now, but also the Rockies are always at a net positive just because everyone comes to the stadium, which is understandable because if you guys haven't been to Coors Field, it's literally 30% Rockies fans and 40% other people for the other team, and then the rest of the percent are are just there. They're there for a picnic. Yeah, they're there for a fucking picnic. Here's here's something interesting. Coors Field is the third oldest stadium in the National League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of of five years Uh, ago. It's it's, uh, Wrigley's the oldest, and then Chavez Ravine. Yeah, where the Dodgers play. Yep. Wrigley is older, but Wrigley's in the American. Or, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, uh, Fenway is older, but it's in the American. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I so, sorry. and then the next oldest one compared to us is Petco from the Padres, and that was built in like 2004 yeah. or something. So, like being old isn't necessarily old just because so many teams have got new stadiums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just it's just frustrating because I love baseball and yeah. and I and I and I, I love But Coors Field still looks very oh, it's, good. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. But every year, you know, last year Aaron Judge was a, a free agent. The Dodgers made a run. The Padres made a, a legitimate offer and the Giants made a legitimate offer and we just sat on our hands. We didn't do anything. And I think that the, mm. we we've got this idea that we're small market and so small market mentality feeds into that, but we're still making money. I mean, I, I just, I just, Dude, my pitch would have been to judge like, Hey, you hit a lot of home runs last season. You want to hit more? But he didn't want to, he didn't want to win a championship. He, I mean, yeah. there's, there's more to that than, I mean, that's why Blackman's, I mean, I, I shouldn't say anything about the players. I don't know anything about them, but the, uh, it's just frustrating because I, I think, you know, when Kroenke took over the avalanche, look what happened. Yeah. You, you get sports people involved. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there needs to be business people involved, but when you get sports people involved. Yeah, they make I mean, sports moves. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of just owners because, I mean, they, they don't have a reality like we do. Because now is it the Rockies that are the only team not owned by the Kroenke Walmarts? Yeah, I think so. In, in, in Denver. Yeah, yeah, in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's my biggest. So my biggest thing is that, like, the Kroenke's, I'll give them this. Is the simple fact that they know that what's going to make the money is going to be their teams, and I think once the Rams won it, they got like this like ego or this drive to be like, we need to be the one the owners that win everything. Mm-hmm. So like Arsenal, I think they're still in the race for for the Premier League championship. Uh, they might be a little bit behind right now, but I mean they're up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Avs won it last year. Uh, the Mammoth have been really good, which I don't know. If the Mammoth won it last year, too. yeah, and they're in the playoffs this year. Um, you have the Nuggets who have a they have like the best opportunity to win the championship is this year. Is this well. year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so all of their teams have won something. And I think that's, I mean, and that's what honestly brought, like, there's more Nuggets fans now than there ever has been. And it's like, cool, bandwagon, I'll get it, I get it. Yeah. But also, it's really cool to see. Yeah. The, the Rockies, they don't care about baseball. 
as yeah, much as much know. as like they have programs that are like, yo, we're trying to you know have the youth advocate and to be into baseball. Like that's awesome, man. But also, like take care of your fucking team first. Yep. Especially well, especially when you're when you're you know as an owner, you're saying I don't care what the context was, but you'd never say I can see our, I can see our team breaking five hundred. Yeah, or well, that, that was the goal. What do you say? I realistically think we can play five hundred baseball this year. And that is your but, goal. Like, but the thing was, he was specifically talking about the NL. <laughs> he wasn't talking about an overall five hundred record where you play like the the one off, the three off, the four off against AL teams. Mm-hmm. He was saying just in the NL. And as a player, when you hear that, do you really care? Nope. Yeah, you know, like like right there, it's like yo, yeah, maybe it sucks to pitch here. Maybe you know, like it's gonna hit like it's like bad awful here. to pitch here. But you yeah. know what? We're making money and we're playing our sport, so let's right. just keep it at that. Right. There's no competitive dri- drive from the owners. Well, you're not gonna fill from the players. But this year, hopefully, it'll change because the the attendance has fallen dramatically this year. Good. It so, definitely has. So let me and, flip this and I've idea. noticed this. Let me yeah. flip this idea past you. G, you brought up soccer a couple times. You know, in soccer, if you you is it two teams or deregulated every year? The bottom two teams. Yeah. Yeah. And then the top two teams are promoted. No, no, and so then, but it's like through every league, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh, the division over there, it's a top four teams in the second league. In the second division, uh, we'll we'll play a playoff. So it's a fourteen playoff to move up. So, yeah, so then two move up, two two move down. So what happens if that happens in baseball? And you got to go down love, to AAA for a year. Love that dude. How rad would that be? I would fucking love that to let yeah. to let the uh, Albuquerque Isotopes come up and well, play. Well, you know? so <laughs> if if the MLB didn't own. All the minor league teams, like if it was more of like uh, the uh, unaffiliated professional teams, yep. you know, like the Savannah Bananas, for example, they're just uh, independent league. Mm-hmm. So if we had independent league, like the NoCo Owls, independent league. Mm-hmm. So if we had those teams, then yeah, I think that would be amazing. But the fact is that that MLB owns the A, yeah, that, the Double A, and the Triple A. That, that, would, that would be more beneficial, I yeah. think. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, would. it wouldn't be with the the minor league teams because the MLB owns those teams, and it's all farm teams. That doesn't make sense. Though. But I still think it would be beneficial for the for the fans and the farm. But teams. but I mean, so well, okay. When I say the MLB, it means the owners of the MLB team. So the Rockies own oh, three God. teams. Is that, oh, is that true? Is that is that okay? Yeah. I didn't know they were. Okay. So all the all the minor league teams are affiliated, but they're all owned in the same ownership. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So basically, like they might have individual owners, but it's under the umbrella well, that would of add the, more, more the com- farm team. That more competition to be a better minor league team because can you imagine? You know the guys that own the St. Louis Cardinals. We got two major league baseball teams now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I yeah, mean, that would know, be fun. I mean, that would that would that would increase that would encourage you to develop your farm teams more than just feeding systems. I don't yeah, know. I just want to. I just want to give it to the independent leagues that are right. fantastic baseball players. I just think, yeah, the, that don't have a chance at the show. The but. one thing that Americans don't understand is that. Uh, when it comes to sports like that, competitiveness is what keeps sports alive. And I yeah, think sometimes yeah. when you make it more about the glamour than the actual than the actual game, that's when it gets, gets fucked. See, up. I think the NFL definitely should do that. Uh, the NFL, yeah, you have the XFL, you have the USFL as well. Like, why not make those like kind of the same incorporation? Like, I get it. You don't want to see the Dallas Cowboys get deregulated. Well, that's on them, right? One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everyone's gonna be pissed off. Like, well, my dude, like, show up or don't. Yep. And yeah. especially if you're like in the final place, you're gonna you're gonna compete just to not get de- not to get derelegated. Yeah. And if you well, do. Then sign for some changes. Yeah. You know? Well, with that being said, so you're saying we should buy a, a minor league team and then hopefully just advocate for this. Oh, so I mean, it's like it's like uh, like Ryan Reynolds and, and Rob McAnally. They bought that soccer team. They yeah. bought this soccer team. Who's like Wrexham? Yeah. So they're they're like they were one division below like the lowest division, and their goal is to make it to the Premier League. Like that right mm-hmm. there is, and they won the title this year. Yeah, so they moved, they've already moved yeah. up, so it's like they're they're progressively. I think they have to have like six or seven years to move up to the Premier League, but they can do it. Mm-hmm. And like that is like that's the shit that I would love to see because it is like everyone loves a Cinderella story. Yeah, but they also made the hard decision and they released eleven players at the end of the season this year. Yep, 
That is what it is, man. It's, business yeah. is, it's also a business. And also, I mean, it, yeah. also they want to win. Well, and it's also an opportunity for those players to show up and go somewhere else. Well, they, they release yeah. the players to make the team better. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, that's the. I've been spending a lot of time in, in Little Rock, Arkansas, and they have the Arkansas Travelers, and they're a double A team for the Mariners. Okay. And um, the other night, I didn't go to the game, but I saw the newspaper or the, on the line that the uh, on the newspaper. How old am I? Um, I saw <laughs> that. Uh, you read this? Uh, Daryl Strawberry threw out the first pitch the other night. Oh, okay. At a double A in Little Rock, Arkansas. That was supposed to give you just like a little drop, but it didn't work. Thanks. Well, let us know what you guys think about the Rockies. We love the team, hate the ownership. At least I'll speak and for myself. Check out check out uh, G and Chris's social media. You will see a fun T-shirt shortly. Oh, pop up on their coming social media. coming yeah. maybe next week, <laughs> or maybe tomorrow. maybe when this episode airs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, let's move on to the next subject. That was good. All right, yeah. round three. All right, Chris, what's the third subject? Uh, the third subject is evolution of social media arguments. But <laughs> fuck that guy. All right, so, we're, so evolution of social media arguments. So, so how it went from? Yeah, where are we starting at? Uh, where are we are we starting with uh, uh, with like I like AOL IM, or are we starting we, with MySpace? Where you want to start? Wherever you want to start. Did you have start. a MySpace account, Paul? You're the oldest one. What's what's the first? I one? never had MySpace. Okay, so yeah, like you, like did you argue on uh, okay, LinkedIn so, no, or I'll whatever? Tell you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. My mom. Oh, so, you no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the, my first experience, and this is very funny because I, I um. Oh, I was God. not at home. I, I was in college, but I came home, and my mom... I'm sorry. My mom had uh, AOL. My mom and dad still have an AOL email address. Isn't that rad? Solid. And I still have a Yahoo email there address. You go, there so you go. I mean, Hotmail, baby. And um, I went into... Um, I just was mucking around, on, and I was 19, and I opened up AOL singles. And I went in <laughs> we and, started, oh, and started yelling, in all caps, about Senator Phil Graham. About you know just to be I was to be How I, I was you? probably eighteen or nineteen. That's amazing. And uh, and I was talking about Senator Phil Graham because he's getting ready to run for president. And people are like, this is to talk about singles and find dates, and not talk about politics. And I'm like, ah, oh, you pussies, you don't want to talk about stuff that's real. Who knew I was way ahead of my time? Yeah, right. And uh, but no, I, I um, you know, I hate social media. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I I, I get most of my shows off of off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, but I just I hate it. I like, yeah. it's just, it's, I like the intention, but I don't like what it's become. Well, it's just become yeah. this. I don't want to talk about it. And but that's today the, was the evolution. Worst day. Yeah, today's the worst day of my life, but I don't want to talk about it. It's like, <sighs> you know, I, yeah. I, I will say the one thing that, that I think that social media has made better is is the awareness of like asking for help because people just like that's like the, that's the way they kind of went towards it. You yeah. know, because like yeah, people yeah. would be like, the same exact way, and I think now some more it's like because we're able to just talk about our feelings and our emotions more. I think that's the only plus that's come out of that is that people are more willing to seek help, go to therapy, things like that yeah. because yeah. of it. But that, that's like the one of like very few bit good things that have happened to the evolution of social media. So, but I also have bought. Um, I mean, you know, they they know what I like, so I I found an ad popped up on my Facebook for the new Jordan, so I bought them. Yeah, because I, oh, I could you know, I mean, so yeah. like, you know, so I've I've also found some some stuff on they the. Got it. They got to make their money somehow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, like, yeah, like, I guess social media, it was not that bad up until a certain election. 2016. You said it, not me. Um, That's what it was. <laughs> I don't know I mean, why you I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was going to say, oh, we're getting voting for Obama, but, you know, whatever. Um, Thanks, I mean, 2000, I mean 2008. I'm just kidding. 2008 moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. That, so. Moving on. But anyway, so then all of a sudden, everybody, like, got so super super divided like you had an aunt or an uncle that you know were kind of you didn't agree with but they're just like hey always love you good to see you and then all of a sudden they're just like 
and you're just like well this is fucking terrible well, i think i think the word that comes from is people see things and my mom i god bless her she's the worst she'll see something online and guess what it's true yeah and so i can yeah. post all this bullshit on facebook and say oh you know today, 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 today this happened this happened somebody's gonna see it and be like oh my god that paul sometimes knows what he's talking about yeah see, and like it's funny that you say that because as a millennial i, I don't know if g will remember this because he wasn't really allowed on the internet um but our parents always yelled at us like don't always believe what you see online because you know there might be telling you lies and then now it's literally flipped it's like they were telling us that as what are 14 15 year olds and now they're in their 60s and they believe everything they fucking see online i'm there, like what the fuck there aren't hundreds of hot singles within five miles of my house no there is apparently no there is there probably is there is the only caveat is that they're all dudes yeah 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 I mean, I'm a hot single. Or, or, yeah, he's a hot single. So yeah, I'm just saying. If you're, if we're looking for a good handy. Right. <laughs> well, uh, Make sure you hit up uh, my, what was it, my neighbor or whatever the fuck it was called. So this adult <laughs> friend finder. That's the one. Oh, yeah. But they weren't for friends. Just so you guys know, they weren't for friends. Um, so, okay. So this is kind of what I'm thinking of, like, how the evolution of, of social media happened. I, I'm going to start with MySpace. Uh, I think MySpace was the first one that kind of just got you like, oh, we can talk outside of just like we're like our, our regular circle, right? And it was always very personal. It wasn't like you had to like sell yourself. And it wasn't until, I mean, because even Facebook started that way. Where it's like everyone that I'm friends with, I'm actually friends with. I know who they are. Mm-hmm. We can have like these conversations. We can do these fucking like little polls. It's like, yeah, like what's your favorite color? Blue. Like where's the first time you had your first kiss? You so know, hold you on, you're really shit. friends with everybody on Facebook you know in person? Well, when it came out. Oh, okay. That's when it came out. When it came out. Okay. Yeah, okay. which is like 2008. Um, eight, eight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so from there, the evolution kind of came. Twitter, Twitter honestly had a new step because people can say their opinions in a short amount of mm-hmm. time. So then people felt. Like, they were behind a curtain, so then they started saying their opinions, and I think that's where that really started off, where people would say, well, I can say what I want, because, like, not what, they, what are people going to do? Mm. You know what I mean? And so from there, we started becoming more open and open towards the world instead of just to our friends, and I think that's what's really caused, like, this whole entitlement to say what you want on online, because you feel safe to say it, and because no one yeah. because no one, no one, one in your circle that you're, you're with is, is willing to be like, hey, man, maybe that's not a good take, or hey, maybe you should stop doing this. Well, also, it's... I feel like there's a lot of it where it's toxic as fuck. People now. are just in a bubble. So, like, especially after a certain election that I will not name, 2016, um, 2020. But people started unfriending people that disagreed with them. So they created a giant echo chamber of just yeah. their ideas, uh, their preference. Which why would so, you? Right? Yeah, but I did not do that at all. Oh, I did. I was guilty. I did it. Yeah, and I just disagreed with that I entire that. mindset. And when I say something controversial, people call me out on it, and I would love to have an argument or more so a discussion about it, but it turns into an argument more of the time. And it's like, well, let me, where's where's your facts at? And they're like, well, do your own research. I'm like, but I did, and that's why I disagree with you. The the hardest thing, and I, I hate to say this in the wrong way, is that there's no intellectual gain from a social media so yeah. like so if you get all your information from social media you're not learning anything you're no. learning what you want to learn and what you want to hear mm-hmm. as compared to saying you know what i'm going to put this down read a book or like make like this like actual like thought process to what i want to think about i think that's where it's at but yeah the evolution of social media fucking sucks man because it is one of those things where i know i had i had to have it yeah in order to right. get my shows right. out to right. get any event that we're putting on it, it's necessary but uh I think it's also we have a hard time just being like, no, I'm just not going to follow this person because they're very toxic of what they're saying. Um, and like, yeah, I, you have to cut those ties with people because they're just saying so much. Well, I mean, would you have a beer shit. with these people? Would you would you sit down and have a car? I mean, oh. that's the that's the thing is, is, is you know, I, I have I had 
I don't, every time I do a show, and I'm sure it's the same with you, every, you, both of you guys, every time you do a show or you do an event, you get dozens of Facebook friend requests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I, like, I actually lose friends. It's weird. I, <laughs> <laughs> I try to lead them to my, to my show page, to the mystery collection page. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, they're not my friends, you know? Yeah. And, and I've got a bunch of magicians, rando magicians all over the country that I'm Facebook friends with. Cause I was at six, six, six friends. Remember that? That was, I do remember that, that was yeah, my yeah. goal. And then I, and then I just got tired. I got, I just was getting bombarded with shit. So I, I dumped a bunch and I'm, I'm getting back up there, but I think that's what my goal is going to be to get back. I do to remember s- that you like dump like 30 people or well, 40 I, people or well, something. I, so I, it's like two of them, two of them are friends that I lent money to that. One of them I'm actually suing. I, I filed it yesterday. We got a judgment well, yesterday yeah. against him. And I, you know what? I have a, pre- and this is going to make me sound very braggy. I have a really extraordinary life and mm. I get to choose who yeah. I share it with. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. yeah. And you've luckily chosen us. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. You guys, yeah I mean, but you see what I'm saying is that, that mm. you know, if you, if you want to, if you want to stand on the street corner at, on 10th street and spout your bullshit about, about thanks Obama and Trump this and Trump that. Let's fine. Go Brandon. I don't yeah. have to be participate in that. But yeah, if yeah. you want to post that shit on my page, that's on me. I, yep. If you yeah. want to post that on my on my feed to where I can see it. That's on that's that's on me that I, I and I don't I don't need it. Yeah, my life true. is full of amazing, awesome people, and that's yeah. that's why I want to keep it that way. And I think with that being said, uh, I'll leave it at this at least for my for my uh, sake or argument, or whatever. I think because of that, I've realized recently. You know what? I, I think we have the world in our on the palm of our hands, and it's overwhelming. So fuck the world. Focus on local. Right, right, right. And yep. so I think that's yeah, why my, my yeah. I think that's why my, my friends my, my friend list like on my personal page is is definitely lower because I'm just like I want to see stories and I want to see how people are living their lives that I care about or mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm looking forward to encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't follow a lot of fans and things like that, and it's not because I don't I don't care about them. I absolutely do, mm-hmm. and I'll have a beer with them and sit down and meet them that way. But I'm not going to meet them through social media. Do you have a professional page? Just yeah. you have a pre- your, the defeats of purpose has a page, don't they? Yeah. Yep. Do you have a professional page? Facebook, yes. Okay. So yeah, so my, my personal one, I, I don't really accept any new friend requests unless yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, like I fuck with you. Yeah, yeah. unless it's like something completely and professional not, on a different it, aspect. And it certainly isn't like a fa- like I'm not trying to like think I'm better than you guys. It's not even that. It I took him four years except my friends' requests. That's so. true. I think for me, it's just more from my mental stability. I want to be. I want to see people who are doing cool shit. Like my favorite right now is Ruth. I don't know if you know who Ruth is. She used to be an art teacher at, at Central. Um, she like is like just like took a tour to Ecuador and like loves the culture. This, so she posted about that. Like, I want to know about yeah, no, more about and that shit. That's exactly why I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I just, I just want, I want, I want the ambition of you, not, not mm-hmm. what you believe is right and wrong with this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Well, when I get to six, 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 then it's a one in one out party. Yeah. And, I, and I've already got, I've already got the list started of the guys that are on the, on the bubble to get yeah. kicked out. You know, <laughs> if you're some shithead magician from, from, from butthole, Kansas, I, I don't know. Yet. Yeah. You're out, bro. <laughs> well, right. with that being said, what are your final thoughts, Chris? Um, dude, I don't use social media as social media anymore. So I used to be on there and argue with everybody about everything That's all true. the time. That was like my thing. I was like, true. I fucking love doing this. He's all, mm. he's all Joe Walsh's uh, oh, underrated. Yeah. Jimmy Page is overrated. Jimmy Page is overrated. <laughs> he doesn't know what that means. He, no, I do. he showed me. Underrated. He showed me. Um, but it's like, yeah, like I don't do that anymore. Neanderthals. I, <laughs> I, I literally use it to promote the podcast, uh, the business, and the band. That's we'll see, and that's shit. all I use it for. I, I make posts. I post something pretty regular, and I think they're very fun. Um, and then I, I'm very quippy too, though. So I like I, post quips, but, but nothing like. Then I walk away. Yeah. And I, I people will comment. I don't reply to comments, and I never comment on anybody else's shit. 
I just, it's just, I, they don't give a shit. If, you know, yeah. Well, I, if, like, if it's my family, if it's my family, like right now I have a cousin who's like, yo, Lakers in four, and then the Lakers lost. I will argue about and I'm just, sure. like, And I'm just like, yo, well, fuck I'm, the Lakers. So I'm I mean not, like that. But it's with my family. It's not like a rando. I'm, I don't think I'm fr- Facebook friends with any of my family. Well, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm also Mexican, so I have like 1,500,000 right, 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 cousins. Right. You were Scottish, sir. Yeah, yeah. You said yeah, it's the other side. Yeah. Yeah, fucking winker. <laughs> That's not what the Scots say. It's okay. They're they're the UK, so it's fine. All right, down the hatch, you guys. Anyway, moving on. Round four. All right, Paul. All right, so uh, the next one is favorite podcast. Other other than Best of Five and the Mystery Collection Conversations. Uh, Favorite podcast. I would probably put Best of Five as my last one. I'm just kidding. Totally kidding. Dude, so it's funny you say that. Like, completely random story. So... I, at some point, uh, I watched. Thanks, yeah, thanks, yeah, wow. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, but Lost at some opinion. point, that I watched like best of five enough times, where it was like a suggested playlist of podcasts, and I was listening to my favorite podcasts, and best of five was like the third video up, and I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Because <laughs> it was like um, the Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer podcast, That's Two Bears One Cave, yeah, podcast. and then it was uh, the Whiskey Ginger podcast with. Um, God damn it, Andrew Santino. And then it was our podcast. I'm like, why is our podcast on this list? This is absolutely you screenshot insane. that and print it off. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, should have. Yeah. I should have. What is your most I mean, of of the best of fives, I'm hoping that the answer is me. What is the one that has the most views? Oh, actually, I, funny you I say that. It was probably our last one. Okay. If we go by YouTube views by themselves. I can go Buzzsprout if you want. Yeah, you go Buzzsprout. Um because yeah, our our not our last one, but let's see. Uh, so we had um, our good friends Nathan and Ben on, and they're dancers with the Colorado okay, Dance yeah. Collective. We got 110 views on that podcast, okay. and I think, oh, fuck, I have to scroll for your podcast. So for- uh, You remember what episode you were? 666. Oh, uh, well- <laughs> it's 4- uh, So, uh, yeah, I it is. But- uh, It was shortly after Skip's 420. That's right. Okay. Uh, so all time on the like the audio version Ooh. of what we do, uh, the top one is going to be our pilot episode, which okay. is still super. We should probably delete that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they probably says like, oh, fuck yeah, that. yours got eighty. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Second is our hundred, uh, our live episode at fifty eight. Okay. And then episode five, which is EDM Chipotle versus Keto and Sports in twenty twenty. Okay. Fuck, that's so long ago. That was all right. Well, I, I got us off topic. I want to know your real favorite podcast. Yeah. Um. So my favorite podcast that I listen to weekly. Well. I say weekly loosely because they're a movie podcast. So if I don't watch the movie that came out that Friday, I don't watch the podcast on Monday until I see the movie and then I listen to the podcast. But it's called The Weekly Planet. Okay. It's two Australian blokes that... Uh, <laughs> you say blokes way better than I do, by the way. Yeah, it's uh, they, they do uh, like it's comic the, books, the movies, and video games. Okay. And, like that's their whole podcast. And it's absolutely amazing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine... I don't know. I'm looking at what I listen to because I, I don't like. I listen to podcasts, but I don't know what I listen. What yeah, I'm listening yeah. to uh, right now, what I'm really into is the Ringerverse. Uh, it's only on Spotify, and it's like these like two like black nerdy dudes, and I love black nerdy dudes. They're my favorite to listen to. She loves the blacks. Confirmed. It's true, man. They're fucking. He's dude. a he's an Urkel lover. Yo, black Ooh. black people have done so much for this country culturally, and I fuck with them. They're fucking awesome. What have they done for you sexually, though? <laughs> so yeah, the ring the Ringerverse. Uh, <laughs> They are uh, they're super nerdy. So like when the Mandalorian was out, they actually like held me kind of like 
understand if I like the Mandalorian anymore mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. And when uh, do you watch? Did you watch the Mandalorian? I did. You know that fucking uh, Jack Black uh, Lizzo episode? Yes. They spoke every single thing that I like that I was like, yeah, that that fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, so they're really good. Um, I do a lot of uh, NPR news, uh, like when I wake up and when I go to bed, just see like where everything's at in the world. Um, there's another one that's called a Spotlight. I think that's what it's called. Uh, outside, and they kind of interview uh, like musicians, but they also like talk about like their album coming out so they'll go like from track to track and talk about those albums are it's really good um i think that's about it for the most part i listen to a lot of comedian podcasts though like i mean yeah i'll, I'll listen to bits of like uh joe rogan uh i definitely uh, can only listen to joe rogan in bits and depends on who his guest is yeah, yeah. um conan o'brien's a friend's also a good one yeah, yeah conan o'brien's one is good like i said i do uh burt kreischer and tom segura's podcast two bears one cave I do Whiskey Ginger with Andrew Santino. I do Bad Friends with Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. Bobby Lee is a madman. Oh, <laughs> Bobby Lee is a madman. Mad man. Yeah. His comedy I, is so I used, I used yeah. to listen to Tiger Belly, which was Bobby Lee and his then-girlfriend, Kalila or something. Yeah. But since they broke up, it's been weird vibes are they so still I, doing the podcast they still do the podcast uh, but i just don't you can feel i don't fuck it yeah. i don't fuck yeah. around with that anymore uh, um but yeah like andrew schultz i fucking love his podcast um flagrant fla- uh flagrant something i don't know i don't know uh mark maron's was really good Ooh, mark maron's uh, really yeah, good mark yeah. maron, mark maron I, i'm a big mark maron fan uh, yeah one of the og podcasters yeah. like uh, yeah. joe rogan and mark maron and mark mm-hmm. maron even Joe Rogan will say Mark Marin inspired me to do my podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mark Marin yeah. was, he was, he's been around since like the early. I've like seen him do stand up twice, yeah. and, and he's I think Mark Marin's a genius. I yeah. think he's very oh, definitely. Very sharp. I feel like Mark Marin is like the uh, um, oh my god, what's the fuck's his name? Uh, Paul Mooney. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever watch um, Easy, the show on, on Netflix called Easy? Mm-mm. I don't you, think check so. it. He's in that. It's very fun. Oh, it's very fun. Uh, I might have watched. He's that. a comic book artist, I think, or a, a graphic. Artist. Novel artist. Oh, okay, if you guys. If you guys like basketball, sorry, I'm totally shouldn't eating a cookie as we're yeah. talking. Um, up and smoke. Up, up and smoke. I think it's, no, it's called a uh, want the smoke or something like that. It's Ooh. with uh, uh, fuck. There's two basketball players. Matt Barnes is one of them, and the other one is a Stephen Jackson. Okay, and it's fucking awesome. That's a really good one if you if you like. Yeah, I listen to various baseball. All podcasts, that smoke is what it's called. Yeah, all that smoke. Um, I listen to um, uh, John Boy's baseball podcast, which. They do like a whole different thing. JJ like, Reddit's podcast is awesome. I love JJ Reddit. If you know well, I saw yeah. something. He he had a big rant the other day, or yesterday, on um, uh, Jaw Morant. Dude, yeah. Oh, really? Jaw, yeah. Fucking Jaw. Yeah. Is that the IG Live? Like, okay. what a fucking tool that guy is. We won't get into that. DVD extras. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got thoughts. Yeah. On John. What are your players? We went through our podcast. My, my favorite podcast. I list. I think my favorite one of all time is called Best War. Of five. Oh yeah, okay. no, yeah, yeah. By with Aaron Mankey. I, I I get a lot of inspiration from my shows from mm-hmm. that, and I mm-hmm. and I had a chance to go see it live and hang out and meet him for and talk to him for a little bit, and I like that a lot. The other one I really like is uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Do you know about Welcome to Night Vale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's community radio for this trailer park home in like butthole nevada that's amazing where everything <laughs> okay. everything is paranormal oh uh, okay, okay everything is like the, the mayor is a three-headed monster that just this is disguised as an mm. old woman and it's it's this community radio it's very fun but the one i've been listening to a lot lately is called clue the movie and it's these two guys that make made a documentary about clue the movie the movie yeah, yeah. and they All watch fantastic movie if you guys they haven't watch seen a minute of the movie and then spend 20 minutes talking about that minute. Just a minute? So there's going to be 97 episodes. That's actually and hilarious. it is very funny because these guys, the, one of the guys, I don't know his, remember his name, but he made the Back to the Future documentary. Okay. And wrote the book on Back to the Future. And now they're doing the same for Clue. And it's very funny because I, you know, I'm obsessed with Clue. I think we've talked about this. I've got, I mean, I've got, 
I've got 12 clue tattoos. Yeah. And um, people ask me how many tattoos I have. And I think I've, I, I can't count anymore. You should see his penis. So, yeah. Um, I think it's equal to it's the black. He went, it went blackface. <laughs> my number of tattoos is equal. <laughs> God damn it, G. My number of tattoos is equal it's to. Penis the, is all right, fuck it. You've stepped on my joke three times now. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't get, you don't get to hear it. No, fuck you, fuck you, G. No, nope, you don't get to hear it. You've stepped on my joke three times. No jokes for you. Just say your penis um, is so the, uh, uh, yeah, the Clue podcast. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> dude, I would actually like be obsessed with that because I start talking about your penis. I, I love the Clue movie. Oh, it's so good for how ridiculous it so, is. So, do you know who plays Mr. Body in that movie? Oh, I don't remember. Lee Ving is his name. Okay, and he was the lead singer of a punk band called Fear. I know the, that band. The fuck you, I don't care about you. Yeah, and they're the ones that got banned on Saturday Night Live because they were friends with Belushi and they trashed the stage. Yep. Look it up sometime. All you guys out there, look it up. Well, Fear actually, Saturday yeah, Night Live. Yeah. He plays, he, and they and he, they didn't like his voice, so he, it's they dubbed it. They over so he yeah. acted the character yeah, and, and they, they just they overdubbed him. Yeah, watch that movie. Um, that, I think that is such a fun, uh, uh, fun movie. It's it's yeah, it's but it's I, very good. I've been working for over ten years. I've been working on a routine based on Clue, and um, I tried it out for the first time at the show I did here in Greeley, my eighth anniversary show in April, and I, it went over fine. I didn't love it. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm reworking it, and uh, um, but yeah, it's been an obsession of mine. This this clue routine for ten years. What's that saying? Uh, if you, if it fails once, try try again. Mm-hmm. What is that? No, no. I, and it's been. Well, I, what's that saying? That uh, <laughs> that's time. You just told us to fuck off, Paul. That's right. Oh, I, sorry about talking about your penis for that long. Paul. No, no, no. I mean, I it guess was like what two was, sentences, but it was too long. <laughs> it, was, it was like yeah. Paul's penis. <laughs> wow. Too long. Trust me, my joke was better than G's talking about my penis. Hey, if you think <laughs> it Paul usually is, G's not funny. If you think Paul talks too much, you should see what his penis does too much. Anyways, that was that was uh, time. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> it's the whiskey. Let's move on. Yeah, just move on. Right, just move on. Speak of. Let us, we got yeah. we got whiskey. G. Let, let let us know what you guys think about. Uh, it wasn't clue. What the fuck was the subject? Podcast. Podcasting. Yeah, your favorite Pod- podcast. Uh, and why you like it. <laughs> Final round. <laughs> just giving, us, giving yourself a time limit. Paul, thank you so much for joining us, man. We do appreciate oh, no, it. Make this, sure is, you guys, this is my favorite. Make sure you guys check out Paul Knopfsinger on June 24th uh, through the 8th. That's right. Uh, information is if you go to the mysterycollection.com, it's the front, front page, and you get ticket information there. I'm doing it again with my friend Paul Prater, who's one of my best friends in the world and, and actually one of the finest performers I, I know. Listen, man, if there's anything you, you, you should see at the Stanley, it's definitely some type of like magic show. Because you guys are also doing like... It's I mean, not. It's, it's so you're it's not, not. It's not a magic show. So yeah, I, I was like, so that, you're a magician, me, but you don't. You're not a mag- magician. Yeah, we've talked. I, I don't. I don't like calling my stuff magic. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. My my tagline is, and I'm very proud of this line. Um, and other shitty magicians have stolen it since I've come up with it. It's an evening of intimate mystery and illusion. Yeah. And so I you do a lot that, of like a is that, is mind. That your tagline when you're when you're meeting a beautiful lady. You know what's funny Would is I, like I used to have of... this rule that I don't do magic on dates. And uh, because it disappears just, but, out of nowhere, yeah. I just it I don't know. I just, before the morning, I just I just think it's like I just can you imagine? I mean, it's it's that Arrested Development shit. You know? Oh yeah, you know? yeah. I, mean, yeah, I don't yeah. want to be because I fucking hate magicians. You guys, I I think I talked about this last. Yeah, I you, did, you did, you did, yeah. But but I just I don't I don't you know. But yeah, you're an illusionist and mentalist kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a storyteller. I mean, yeah. I'm a storyteller. You've seen you've seen bits and pieces of a show. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, you guys got to come out and see a, a oh, show. Sometime. Disaster. Don't don't get, don't worry about that. Oh yeah, G saw one of the worst shows I've ever done. Perfect. It was amazing. Yeah, it's it's like what's that? What's that? What's that? And then I mean that with respect. No, like, no, no. Like I, you, so it's like a comedians. Are like, have you ever just seen like a, a, a comedian like 
bomb. It's the greatest scene to watch. It, it's one of yeah. those things that's like... Well, especially if they're your friend and you know how it's supposed to go and it's going... side. Like, I went to a G show <laughs> like a little while ago and he was just like... Dude. Awful. It was bad. His voice was like... And then and then we made eye contact, and that's what made the show more fun because we know that this isn't good. But everyone else is all drunk and like, yes. And I looked at I looked at I looked at Chris, and I'm like, fuck, dude. (laughs) My last show in Little Rock, and I've had very successful shows in Little Rock. Paul and I've done them. Prater and I've done them. And um, Prater actually, because of the the previous show I had done, Paul doesn't want to follow me anymore. Because I get the crowd so excited, yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, I can't follow you. He's like, I'm the opener now, right? And so, so this last show, he opened and I closed it. And during his set, I'm sitting there watching one of the finest performers I know. Ball. Sorry, let's put that back in. Yeah, he just, he just is, is, and, and it wasn't him. It was his. I mean, he's a, he's a perfect performer. And the audience was just not there. You got you've had those yeah, nights. You got to bomb, man. And so I got up and did the show that I had just done a week before here and killed. Yeah. I had done it. I'd done it two weeks before in Denver and killed. Yeah, and this audience was topic. fucking dead. Yeah, dude. Bomb sometimes, news. sometimes you get a room of introverts. Yeah, you know, and it just and it brings the whole room down. You know what? Yeah. It, it's, it's the idea that you you find once in a while you find that one show where you just can't please anybody. Nope. And, yep. Yeah. Well, you know they say. Well, well, yeah, we'll definitely keep that on the hat for sure because I think it's a good it's a good subject. What but, do they say? What do they say? You can't please everybody all the time, but all of those people were at my show last night. Yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> you know? For real. But anyway. So anyway, topic number five. Oh, topic fuck. number five. Again, and as you guys you. know, every time we have a topic number five, we pass it off to our special guest of the evening. This special guest just happens to be Paul. So Paul, what yeah, is fucking enough singer? That's right. Thanks. Topic number five. So, so I thought about this, and we've, I know we've talked about this a lot on film, but also a, a great, G and I have talked about this on a lot. On film? Jesus uh, off, of, off of being recorded. <laughs> you, guys have both, you guys have both had like job-type jobs you mm-hmm. know, in the past. And I you, still have a job-job. But, you, but you're, you're pursuing something in the creative, creative world. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, I've, I've been, I just, you know, uh, uh, March 24th was my eighth anniversary from when I quit my job-type job. Hell applause, yeah. baby, applause. Yeah. Give it to him. Don't. <laughs> oh no! There we go. All right. There it is. Well, I um, yeah, I walked away from. A, I didn't have the screen open. I didn't know which one was which. And so I, 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 I don't did, use this soundboard a lot. I'm sorry. I talked to some of my buddies, and they said, "Is this where you thought you would be? Yeah. Is this what you expected?" So I guess what I wanted to kind of talk about is, you know, you walked away from from stuff, and you and you've dedicated a, uh, you know, the your your forward momentum to the to to an art. Mm. Is this where you thought you'd be? Mm. And if it's not, what's next? Ooh, ooh, oh, I'll, that I'll, is I'll, so. I'm gonna lead off with this one. That's so good, but um, also hurts my heart. No, so I'll, okay, so I'll lead off. Uh, I, the last job where I had insurance—that's the way usually I put it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, was twenty? I was almost ten years ago. Um, right. What we knew each other, but we weren't hanging out yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was probably yes. Because G used to be my bank teller. I don't know if you knew that. What me bank did you work for? Me and Chris used to be like really nice to each other. It was great. Yeah. yeah. What bank did you work for? So I worked. For, I started at Chase immediately okay. after high school, and then I moved to. I was there for five years. Fuck, that's weird to see. That's weird to say. That's uh, a long time. And then I worked at a BBVA Compass. Okay. At the time, which is now PNC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, worked there for a year and a half, and I quit. Okay. I quit that job. Uh, but yeah, so. That's my bank, and G yeah, was my and we're like, was, We know each other. Weird. There, there was a, I think a desperation at that time. I, I really felt in my early twenties that time was running out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know, it's it's like you have to figure out what you want to do. And I knew I knew music. Yeah, I knew music yeah, was like yeah. the one thing I wanted to do for sure. 
I just didn't know how, how I can make that happen. But I got to the point where I, like my mental capacity of dealing with bullshit and people that thought they were better than me only because their title was slightly higher than mine. Mm-hmm. I, I snapped. Uh, this, this is like, I mean, this is one thing like, that changed me as a person. I went to my, my boss's office and was like, hey, I'm done. Like, I just can't deal with this guy. Like, he's fucking awful. Like, he, she's, he just wants to, like, belittle me. And I, this isn't for me. I can't, sell, I can't sell CDs. I can't sell credit cards. I can only sell what's going to benefit people, not what's going to make people mm-hmm. miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, CDs as in the bank term, not music term. Both, yeah. No, yeah. I, I can't sell CDs either. Yeah, that's They're obsolete as do you have Do you have a, re- a recorded CD? Uh, I yeah, we do we do I, I can I can get them reprinted okay. for sure but yeah um, I have one I can just give you because I don't listen to it but I, I don't I have was, a CD player <laughs> it was uh <laughs> what is that? your car I, neither one of my cars have CD wow. players no, this, this guy fucking drives a fucking nice ass truck what the, the fuck would have a CD player in there I don't know man Dick. I thought he was like more of a retro guy like drew like a two thousand Chevy or something. I can see, I can see Paul driving a Chevy. Uh, no, but it was the first. I just time got a new car yesterday. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, 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 it does not have a CD player in it. It's like right downgraded. It has, it has a track, a track player, um, a record player. That was the first time I felt. Okay, so I guess I can ask you guys this question. Kind of. That's also a perfect that. record noise. I'm just saying that was really good. That um, was good. Thank you. Have you guys ever had a moment in your lives where emotion took over and like your conscious did not? go with the flow of what that was absolutely yeah and, and i mean like whether it be good or bad it, it happened right it happened yeah. to me a couple of weeks ago actually and I, i'm not happy about it but it happened and it, it was a good real reflection as to where i was going at that happened to me at the moment at the bank when i was like i can't i'm fucking done mm-hmm. i walked out of the bank uh i was a vault teller at the time so that it, like they're like well if we're doing this you have to do it this way. i'm like no by all means like do it because if if not you guys can always like be like well there's money missing like mm-hmm. do whatever you mm-hmm. gotta do i just don't want to be here anymore did that went to uh, the crush room at the time yep i got a beer from kim good old kimmy that's <laughs> kimmy and I was just like, I like freaked out because I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? I, I like, I went with emotion before I went through like the actual like logic yeah, the, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the greatest decision ever made. And I think. Second greatest. No, it was the greatest. It really no, was. No, second, because the first is us starting a company together. Second greatest. Fuck. Or first greatest, I sorry, man. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like fifth. Uh, <laughs> marrying Heather is definitely probably the best decision I've ever made. Let's be That's right. actually that is, pretty yeah. good. It's That's the, pretty it's good. The eighth uh, best decision she's ever yeah. made. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the. Uh, I guess. Like, ooh, uh, uh, sorry, I know I'm taking time right now, but it was. I think when I when I saw that, what? I did, there's time limit on this shit. <laughs> I mean, there's not. Sometimes I just want to make sure you guys can you know be, be able to say what you guys think, right? Uh, I think at that moment in time, I didn't know where I was going with it, uh, but the expectations were high because I was in my 20s. I think. If I look at myself 10 years ago and I look where I'm at now, I wouldn't be happy with it. But as I've grown and evolved to where I'm at, I'm very happy with where I'm at because my biggest priority for myself is my happiness. Yeah, and so that's a good point that you brought up. Um, not to cut you off if you're done. No, no I'll be done because I talked a lot. So Yeah, um, but 10 years ago, me would be excited. You're talking so we can't choose you. Fuck, okay. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's half my podcast. <laughs> It's most of it, actually. Most of it's yours. Yeah, it's fair. Um, oh, I'm taking over. It's mine now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but your yeah. base is Show me to the me. check. Show me the check. Well, yeah, please show um, me the check. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, 10 years ago, me would definitely be excited yet confused at me today. Because 10 years ago, me was just starting their band and thought it was their forever band. Was it this? Uh... Over the rail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... To be fair, that was my first band. It's like your first girlfriend you had sex with. It was. It was the first band that had a potential. Yeah, this like yeah, yeah. The first girlfriend you had sex with. It's like oh my god, I love this person. This is the best person ever. So, do you wish you could go back and have sex with that person again? 
No. no. To show them you're better? No. no. Oh, okay. The, well, I mean, specifically the first person? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. I don't. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. They don't deserve so it. So you're banned. Your first band. I'm sorry. Yeah. They don't deserve that diak. Yeah, they don't deserve my diak. Um, but anyway. With, with my diak. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so, like, yeah, my first band, I was like, yo, this is my forever band. I'm going to get a fucking over-the-rail tattoo. We're going to be famous. <laughs> We're going to be so fucking famous. Yeah, I remember this, yeah. And I think I was in that band when I was 22 to 24. So I was in that band for two years. which was a long and time. They, were good. they were good. I will say they definitely were good. Yeah. But we were super young and inexperienced, and that's what made us not good. And we were too arrogant and cocky to realize that. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I've been in, oh my God. He's a little slut when it comes to me. 15 bands in the last 10 years. Like it's been a lot. Mm-hmm. And now I finally have the experience and the knowledge and the band I'm in now. I'm like, okay, cool. We can do stuff in this band. And we've been a band for. Three, almost four years now, but, you know, COVID kind of switched the trajectory of all of that. But anyway, but it's just so strange that I thought I was going to be in this reggae rock band that sounded like 311, and now I'm in a band that's not even close to any of that. And, like, yeah, 10 years ago, me would be like, yo, you're doing what I hoped you would do. Like, doing, like, uh, audio sound, um, just production stuff in general, but also confused that I'm not in... I've been in so many bands. Yeah, but you also found the right band. I did. As of I now. Did. Because, I did. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I don't know if you guys even... If all of you guys... Well, I found the right band and someone moved to Texas, so... No, that's definitely not the chase. No, you're really with the right band right now. Like, yeah, that's I, I think it's one of those things where... Sorry, Paul. And I, we're no, no, no. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I think with you, man, it's one of those things where... <clears throat> He's complimenting me, so it hurts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I fucking can't do this. It's fucking terrible. Right. No, <laughs> but it's one of those things where I think you have other people that want to do the band. It's just a matter of, like, how figuring out how you make that equitable and how mm-hmm. you make that kind of, like, that, that, that next step, right? So, no, no, honestly, man, like, I think outside looking in, your 10-year-old self would probably be really proud of you. Honestly. Well, it wouldn't be 10. It'd be 10 years ago self. Yeah, sorry, that, like, you're 20, 20. I was, I was you're, helping you're your 23rd. ESL. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> you know what? You fucking suck, okay? noted i no, take it back yeah no but honestly I, I think i think your younger self would be really proud of you yeah and like yeah Cause you never like, you never gave up on that dream and that that's yeah. the one thing that i think i can say to myself is like i'm still doing music and i'm doing it pretty well like you know like successfully well so in like music not, not music wise probably really bad but even like as the younger than younger self i literally gave up on music to be a music producer so when i graduated high school i stopped being a musician per se to focus on like recording arts. So okay, so here's a question that I kind of want to ask both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll I'll, I'll no, I'm, 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 here, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things that I've realized now that I've gotten older is the simple fact that it's not just one thing that I want. That yeah, it, that yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. So yeah, yeah. so so like the thing that you're saying right now it's is multifaceted. Like, like there's so many things, and I think that's the hardest thing that I that I had to come by is like, well, maybe music isn't really my thing, but it's a thing that I want to do. Yeah, and here's like these like little sublets, yep. here, right? So yep. uh, so yeah, Paul, tell me, tell me, like, what are your thoughts on that? On well, that? you know, I um, I, I this, I, and you have to go back for those of you who didn't watch and watch my first episode number six 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 with these guys. I tell the story of my my fifth grade, um, if you remember my fifth grade talent show. Mm-hmm. Where the mm-hmm. teacher told me that you know I better get a good job, and that's all I've ever wanted to do. I, I, my my goal was to be a standard comedian. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and um, and you're you're close. Uh, my show my show's very yeah. very. I, I people have reviewed it as it's stand up comedy with magic. Yeah, 
Um, but I, I guess, you know, I, I never, I never thought this would take, you That's know, fair. when, when I left, fair. when I left JBS, I, I gave myself a year and I figured that within a year I'd be back. Mm-hmm. And my boss said, you're always welcome back. And I said, well, give me a year. Like you're taking a sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. try, I'm going to try something. But I, and I really thought I'd be back. Well, within that first year, I, I got hired to be a consultant on Penn and Teller Fool Us. And I got, I was a consultant for America's Got Talent. I didn't know that shit. Fuck yeah, dude. That's sick. Yeah. I mean, and I'm pretty sure he said on the last podcast, but yeah, that's really? I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're, yeah, and, that's, um, that's awesome. Sorry. See, that's why I'm the producer, because I listen. And I don't, know, just I don't, I don't know that I've ever, and I can tell this story now because the guy's dead. Um, I, I was hired to be a consultant on a documentary about Anton LaVey. Oh, really? You know who Anton LaVey is? He's the founder of the Church of Satan. That's right. Yeah. And that's, that's a great story for, for another time. But I never thought it would take. And then all of a sudden I wrote a show and people started coming and people, I started selling out shows and I'm like, Oh my God, this is, I gotta, this is, you know, and I thought I could just like wing it. And I discovered you can't, it's, it's, it's hard work, you know? And I I tell my friends that want to be comedians, well, Ryan Doherty, you know, is a, is a, he's been doing Santa for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Being funny is fucking hard. It's very hard. That's why I carry this podcast. Like it's so hard to be funny, (laughs) but but getting up in front. I mean, anybody can sit and play a guitar, not anybody, but you can play a guitar, but getting up in front of an audience and keeping an audience's attention Attention. and, and not just being background noise, but not also being overdone and, and in their face that's the biggest complaint i have man. you know yeah, yeah. Is, it's like i want to be heard it's like well, playing all it's not the way to do it yeah mm-hmm. like glorified karaoke it's like that weird Fuck balance. You, that's my that's my nickname that's very true but, but i just you know i i uh <laughs> I, I i i sell a lot of posters and t-shirts and shit at shows and i give i, give, I sign a lot of posters and take a lot of pictures and somebody told me at a show recently so they're like i want you to sign a couple of these posters that way when you're when you're really famous they're gonna be worth something and i thought that was kind of funny i'm like you know what i'm as famous as i want to be Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I get to control my schedule. Success, you should control your own success too. Yeah, and and I'll tell you the the the, the I, I I don't want I don't want to miss how important this is to me. The the opportunity to do my show at the Stanley Hotel is a huge huge deal. Yeah, yeah, you know, there there are magicians all over the all over the world that will never get this opportunity, yeah. right? And, and the, the fact that I get to do it with one of my best friends is is even cooler. Yeah, you know? and and I'm it, proud it, of that shit, man. Yeah, and being a musician in Colorado, like we all have our our stepping stones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I will ever reach my my highest stepping stone, like playing Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, yeah, you might. But you know, it's like it's still there. Mm-hmm. It's still there. So we're gonna try and push to that. I don't know if I ever will play Red Rocks, but if I ever do, I'm gonna cherish the moment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. regardless if if I'm the fucking opener at 4 p.m. when the headliner is going on at 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm there, you know, doing my thing. And that that's the thing, man. Is that um. A few things I'll say. One, uh, because I was writing this down, because mm-hmm. this actually does mean a lot to me. The biggest thing that I think that I had to come through, and I think you guys did as well, is realizing that art is a profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of shows that we've all done for the sake of exposure, because you're just like, oh, I'll make it, I'll make it, I'll make it. And making it, I think for me, was kind of like, I need to be making a lot of money and playing these Red Rock shows well, and doing and this and that, right? I don't want you to lose your point, but I want to interrupt. Hey, friend. It... N- it took me a while to get to that point where I believe that. Mm-hmm. And so, until yeah, I got yeah. to that point where I said, this is a business, I got pissed because other people didn't treat it, didn't yeah, respect exactly. my time. Yep, yep, but yep. I didn't respect my time. I treated mm-hmm. it as if it was a glorified hobby. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I started doing yeah, contracts, yeah. all of a sudden I was getting I was getting paychecks with commas in it. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I, and I remember that. This, this paycheck has a comma in yeah, it. This so, is yep, real. Yep. Yeah, this yeah. is real. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, it's funny. I got to credit a lot of that to you, man. I, I think you, we had a conversation. And I hope, you know, like, you know, when we talk and we're doing these things, and I know we, we've been super stupid and been talking about 
Paul's penis this entire time. But uh, no, one of the things it's pretty spectacular. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, you'll have to check out OnlyFans slash he, Mystery he, Collection. He pulls down his pants and says Wu Tang. <laughs> Dude, that would actually uh, okay. Hold on, but no, after a while, it says Wu Tang. No, Wu Tang. I mean, this this topic's been over for a minute, so I'm waiting for you guys. Wu Tang ain't nothing. Yeah, that's what that's what his penis says. It's great. You guys should see it on OnlyFans. No, but he was saying something nice about me, Chris. Yeah, no. Shut the fuck up. The one thing I will say is that you you really did put a perspective into my 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 uh the way the way i perceive shows is that you know if you gotta see it as a profession and and your time is worth that so put a time limit to it and you said it earlier before you came in it's like if one person says no the person that says yes take care of that no mm-hmm. you know what i mean so there's that uh another thing that i wanted to say is that great the, the, the people who are great who are are successful don't just focus on one specific thing you know like i know we're talking shit about Le- Le- lebron james yeah by all means like, that's all right but that, that was dude, off mic but that, yeah, no, but yeah, for sure. But we, uh, we all talk. Fuck yeah, LeBron James. Fuck LeBron James. But <laughs> the one, yeah, yeah, come on, fuck. Yeah. yeah, Chris, you dropped the uh, bomb. The Man, one, you act like this shit's easy. I, I do this. Fuck that guy. The one thing I'll give those people, like, like you know, even Dr. Dre. We'll say Dr. Dre and Jay Z specifically. Those guys are known for hip hop, but the way they made their money's been outside of that. Oh right, right. And so right. it's one of those things where I think we're all at a position where it's like, yeah, I know, music is our thing. Uh, you know, doing doing these shows is our thing, but also. What are other avenues that kind of scratch our itch in doing these things, right? And then finally, what I'll say, sorry, I know. Like no, I said, no, this no, means there's a lot no reason to be sorry. Uh, the final thing that I'll say is that you talk about how it's hard work. I think for me, what I try to change about that is it's not hard work, it's just work. Mm-hmm. It's literally finding the discipline to be able to say, hey, I got to do this. Well, I didn't I gotta mean make, was, I got to make this all better because that's hard work. It, yeah, it I, hard but work, I didn't but. mean that it was hard work. I meant it's not as easy as people think. You know, people think that well, to be have, yeah. to be a uh, musician or an artist. Yeah, no. or, I mean, I've, seen, I've yeah. had friends that are not magicians. But but with that said, let me click the button. Okay, so yeah, everyone knows because I'm not finished. So not everyone finished. knows. Yeah, yeah. I've Go had friends that have seen my show that have said, "I've seen your show enough that I could probably do it." Yeah, and that fucking and you're like, sucks. Do it. You know, and it's yeah. like, are you fucking? Do you have any idea how long I've worked on this shit? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so there's a what is it, Picasso? The, the famous Picasso story of like this lady asked him to paint a picture. She's like, no, by all means, takes 15 minutes, and he's like, it'll be five five thousand dollars. And the lady's like, wait, wait, no, no, that's not okay. Like, why is it five thousand dollars? You just did it in 15 minutes. He's like, no, love, I did this in a lifetime. This mm-hmm. took me, it took me a lifetime to do this, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So there's right. that. There's that mindset. The second one is also like, uh, what is it? Jay Z says. Uh, uh, motherfucker saying they made hove. I said, okay, so make another hove, right? Like very much like, oh yeah, you think you can do this? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's like mm-hmm. I challenge you to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, so. you know, you know my story. Well, another time, Ryan Doherty in the stand-up comedy. You know that story, right? Mm, I so, don't. do you know Ryan Doherty? I don't. One of the, one of the, you know Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, one of the sweetest guys, one of the coolest guys. Shout out to Ryan. We're yeah, we're playing frisbee golf one afternoon, and he had just turned forty-five, and he said, "Hey, I did a list when I was twenty of twenty things I wanted to accomplish by the time I was forty-five. And I said, really, did you get them all done? He goes, all of them but one. And I said, well, what was the one? He said, I wanted to perform stand-up comedy in front of a real live oh, audience. Yeah. Oh, oh, you yeah, didn't tell yeah, us. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, and yeah. then he opened your show. He's opened for me three times. Yeah, he opened your show. You yeah. didn't tell us that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to and, fuck Sharon Stone. You know, but it's one of those things where, where you know, sometimes, I mean, had I, I, I don't want to, it's not up to me, but, but had I not told Ryan, okay, you're doing it. He'd still be talking about it. Exactly. You know, exactly. And, and I've turned down, I mean, I've turned down the Stanley show for three years. Yeah. And, and because I didn't feel like I could do it, I didn't feel like my show was good enough to do it. That's a yeah, and that's kind of where yeah. we're, we're that's like where I'm at right now. They we're, we're definitely at that as a company where people are approaching us with gigs, mm-hmm. and we're like, I don't know if I can do this show. Like, I want the money, obviously, but also like I want to challenge myself, but I don't want to make it 
difficult for us to pull mm-hmm. off. 2019, yeah. I did a bunch of corporate shows. The one that you saw, the you know, the, the, the terrible one. Because you the played guitar, right? Yeah, I, I opened up for him. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. So, but and, and I, I think we follow me, baby. I think we've talked about this, and I and I hope you got paid as well as I did. Nope, um, definitely did not. Because I I called. I didn't have a comma in my shit. I had I had, I called a couple of buddies because I had three oil companies hit me up for corporate parties, and I did three between between uh, November like between Thanksgiving and New Year's. I did three. Uh, oil company uh, corporate parties. And I, I'd never done anything at that scope before, so I called some buddies that had do those level shows. This I story said, is what, what made me change my mindset, by the way. And I said, I um, I don't know how to I don't know how to bid these. And a, a buddy of mine, Greg Tobo out of Boulder, who does high-end corporate shows, said, do not do it for less than $2,500 an hour. Yeah. And I'm and my imposter syndrome hit hard. Yeah. And I said, there well, see, is no way anybody's going to pay me that much money. It's funny you say that because I had the same conversation with this piece of shit over here. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. You were a piece of shit like three years ago when you were bidding gigs. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll play three hours for 200 bucks. I'm like, no, bro. Three hundred dollars an hour. It took me a lot do to figure it. that out. Yeah, but also I think I think Paul really had a lot to do with it. But also, but I'm glad Paul had a lot to do with it for two people to convince you to not be listen, shitty. Chris, Paul has white hair, so he's wise as fuck. Okay, that's very true. Yeah. Paul is Gandalf the White right now. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's Gandalf the fucking mad magician gray, bro. Anyways, so so the end of that story oh, yeah, is, is I I sent him a a, con- a bid at fifteen hundred dollars an hour. And I thought, there's no way they're going to say yes to this. This yeah, is yeah. out. I mean, I was booking shows at 300 bucks an hour at that time. Yeah, yeah. So and the doing. woman calls me within five minutes of getting my email. She's like, oh, my God. I thought you'd be a lot more than that. Yeah. That's the worst. The hardest thing is knowing your worth because your that worth is, is, is your own, like, your own, like, so, self-esteem, yeah. right? The next request for a bid I got, I bid at 2,500 bucks an hour, and they got me for two and a half hours. Yeah, man. There you go. Some, and that's the thing. You know, I and it's the one of those thing, things where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I think the you hardest know? thing is that people don't, we don't, I think for me what it was, and I hate to say it this way, there's people that have the, 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 the means to do it who want it. Yep. You know what I mean? Because everybody wants it. And I, I will still be the kind of guy who will definitely do a show for free or for like mm-hmm. low rate if it's for a good cause or for people that I really I don't need three a year. That's my rule. I yeah. donate three a year, three yeah. shows a year. And that, and, that, and that's the thing is like sometimes you just want to do it because you want people mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who can't afford it to see it. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing is I never want to be big enough mm-hmm. where people can't afford to see me. That's my biggest thing. But there is a lot of people, a lot of corporate entities, a lot of events that are just like, we just need live music. I'm like, yeah, this is my charges. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that's it? I'm like, fuck you. Like, God <laughs> right. damn it. Right, yeah, right. right. Uh, but yeah, you know what? We should definitely, we should definitely move on. All right. Anyways, Anyways thank, thank you guys. Thank you so much. If you guys like the conversation, make sure you guys check out DVD Extras. We'll be having it. We'll continue the conversation yeah. as well. And there'll be more whiskey for sure. Yeah, check me not. out at uh, the Mystery Collection on the Facebook, the Instagram, and mysterycollection.com. Um, Get fucking tickets to a show, you guys. It's going to be amazing. The it's Stanley be a good show. The Stanley shows will sell out. I have no doubt they'll sell out. And also, so, huge shout out for the Atlas show, by the way, which we'll talk about the DVD Extras because I want to I hear yeah, your story in that yeah. show. Yeah. Thank you guys again so much. Make sure you guys check us out on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Spotify, etc. etc. Yes, you know, you know where it's at. You know what's at. Thank you guys again so much. Tell your friends. Cute shout out to Dakota. We'll see you soon. Oh, you slipped that in the very end, you cheeky little bastard. I want to make sure he's listening. Thanks, Dakota. (laughs) Peace.